Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. This is Sci-Fi Talk Weekly for February 15th, 2024, my episode 86. I carouse around the internet looking for news on sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics. Maybe carouse isn't the right word. (laughs) Here are the headlines. Hunger Games prequel lifts Lionsgate. There's news on Percy Jackson's second season. Madam Webb's Isabel Merced, and there's even a review by Collider. And Walking Dead crossover. And there is more of episode 86 of Sci-Fi Talk Weekly, so stay tuned. Variety reports that The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, was profitable for Lionsgate, but the strike has hurt their TV business. Saw 10 also scored at the box office as well to help things out. Lionsgate looks ahead to the Outlander prequel, Blood of My Blood, and they also plan to spin off stars. More at Variety.com. Reactor has news on Percy Jackson's second season, which adapts Sea of Monsters, the second book by Rick Reardon, co-creator and executive producer on the series. And speaking of executive producers, Jonathan E. Steinberg shared that the upcoming episodes will pull in events from the third, fourth, and fifth books. He said these books weren't written all together, and I think one of the opportunities with the show is to have each one of those stories take advantage of the material that was arrived at afterward. So it kind of feels like it's cut from the same stone. More at Reactor. Deadline reports that Madame Webb's Isabel Merced is busy on the superhero front these days. Besides being in Madame Webb, she is Hawkgirl in Superman Legacy, and at Madame Webb's premiere, she said, James Gunn is one of these guys that likes to have a group of people around him at all times, taking care of his movies, and they are the best of the best. They're so good at what they do, and you trust them so much, the communication is uncanny. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. I'm happy he trusts me. And to add to that, she's shooting the second season of The Last of Us. More at Deadline. Speaking of Madam Webb, Variety reviewed it. Peter DeBruge writes, Madam Webb was never going to touch the relatively high-concept Disney-made Avengers movies. The script is confusing, the action stale, and the visual effects cheap. A recurring device that places Cassie, played by Dakota Johnson, at the center of what looks like a giant plasma ball surrounded by static tendrils is downright embarrassing. But guess what? Tickets still cost as much as they would for a more canonical Marvel movie. So why settle for an knockoff? Ooh, ouch. What happened was Marvel took back Spider, remember that? And they saved it, by the way. Sony retained the rights to others in the Spider family, so to speak. Characters like in the Marvel stable, like Venom, and now Madam Web. So we'll see how it does. I know Venom was a hit. Variety reports that Scott Gimple, who runs the Walking Dead televised universe, has hopes he can reunite Rick, Michonne, Daryl, and Negan. At the red carpet for the new series, The Walking Dead, The Ones That Live, he said, there are so many things with this universe that I plan and put together But I also know that God laughs, and you have to pivot to something else. I absolutely have been working towards that and hoping towards that, but we'll see what happens. It might be a version of it that no one expects. More at Variety.com. 
Look for my podcast special coming soon on the series real soon. MovieWeb has a story on Star Trek Strange New Worlds and how it is fleshing out the characters we know and love. After erroneously pointing out Captain Pike is the first Enterprise captain, no, it was actually Robert April, who is now an admiral in the series. Salvatore Central writes, The show delves deeper into the origins and character development of classic Star Trek characters like Pike, Spock, and Una, providing viewers with a fresh perspective on their motivations and choices. The set design and villains in Star Trek Strange New Worlds have been upgraded and improved compared to previous iterations. More at MovieWeb. Superhero Hype reports the latest comic, Batman Gargoyle of Gotham, coming in May, has a new villain, Little Joker. Crytune is a character that has very little to laugh about, says Raphael Grampa. In Little Joker, he finally finds a twisted balance of evil in its purest form and in the laughter of this sinister child. Here's the official description. Batman's investigation takes him to the deadly lair of Dr. Geist, where his presence is not only expected, but welcome. Batman will find help in a group of new heroes and their savage fight for the soul of Gotham and for the soul of Bruce Wayne himself will send shockwaves through the city from which it may never recover. More at Superhero Hype. Collider reports that Steven Yeun's new horror movie, Mayhem, is a great companion piece to Shaun of the Dead. Collider's Gabri Sedgwick writes, the chemistry between Samara Weaving and Steven Yeun drives the movie, with their characters' feelings heightened by the virus, leading to a mix of disdain and genuine care for each other. Mayhem takes many apocalyptic features within the characteristics of its viral infection. However, it offers a unique perspective, as those affected by the virus don't fully transform into a zombie. Instead, they retain their humanity, but lose their moral integrity. More at Collider. I like that idea. There is more of episode 86 of Sci-Fi Talk Weekly, so stay tuned. Variety reports that Samuel L. Jackson insists that his Star Wars character of Mace Windu is not dead. He would love to do a Disney Plus series. Star Wars does have a history of bringing back dead characters, a la Boba Fett, so who knows. Digital Trends has three movies you should see in February on Prime Video. After Yang from 2021, Christine Persaud writes, one of Colin Farrell's lesser-known movies, After Yang is about Jake, played by Farrell, and Kira, played by Jodie Turner-Smith, a married couple raising an adopted daughter along with a teenage boy named Yang, played by Justin H. Min, the latter of whom is actually a robot. They buy Yang to help their daughter Mika, Malia Emma Winawa, connect to their Chinese heritage. But when Yang malfunctions and they find that the second-hand company the parents purchased him from is now defunct, the couple is desperate to find a way to fix him before Micah loses her brother. Space Wars, Quest for Deep Star from 2023. This new movie has received polarizing reviews. Critics and audience either love it or hate it. The sci-fi adventure movie tells the story of space scavengers, 
a father and daughter, who are running from evil mercenaries. Both are in search of treasures purported to be on board a missing freighter. An alien code from 2018. Who doesn't love a good story about cryptography? Alex Jacobs scream and smiles Kyle Gallner, a talented cryptographer, decodes a satellite messages. It results, however, in him being stalked not only by the government, but also creatures from another planet. The story is uniquely told, shifting back and forth from the past and future. It also stars Mary McCormick, the kids are alright, and Richard Schiff, the good doctor, and Azura Sky from Riverdale. Alien Code is a low-budget sci-fi film that fans of B-movies will appreciate for its simplicity and even its corniness. More at Digital Trends. I close off with a string of more lists. Yard Barker has 20 facts you didn't know about Alien. Here are a few. Writer Dan O'Bannon wrote Dark Star for John Carpenter, but he wasn't happy with that film. So he wanted to write a movie in space, but give it a horror spin. Ridley Scott was not the first choice to direct the movie. The producers looked at Walter Hill and Peter Yates. Scott and O'Bannon found H.R. Giger's art grotesque and disturbing, but that's what they wanted. More at Yardbark. Screen Rant has every character played by Susie Plaxton on Star Trek. Here are a few. Lieutenant Solar, a Vulcan doctor, part of Dr. Crusher's team. Mrs. Q, who was on Star Trek Voyager, who had a romance with Q in the Q Continuum. And she played the half-Klingon Kilar in two Next Generation episodes. More at Screen Rant. Bolivip has 15 characters that stole scenes and outshone the leads. Here's some. Dr. Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park. Before he starred in the second film, he literally stole every scene he was in, and he also got to flirt with Ellie, played by Laura Dern. Nick Fury and Captain Marvel. He had so many one-liners, expertly played by Samuel L. Jackson. But losing an eye to a cat creature? Really? Trinity in The Matrix. She was bold with a saucy attitude, according to the article. And she was an inspiration for lovers, for badass female heroes. Samwise Ganji in Lord of the Rings. An Oscar-worthy performance, especially in the last two films by Sean Astin, had in dominate scenes he was in, with Sam's courage and determination. More at Bolivip US. Fan-sided ranks all the storm portrayals and the X-Men movies from worst to best. Here are a few. Susan Dalian in the animated Wolverine in the X-Men. She was listed as one of the best to voice or play the character. Alexandra Shipp in X-Men Apocalypse, Deadpool, Cameo, and Dark Phoenix. The article notes that this storm never lived up to the legacy. I agree, but it's not the actor's fault. Halle Berry in X-Men, X-Men The Last Stand, and also X-Men Days of Future Past. She was iconic, as the article says, and I agree. For my money, she's the best storm so far. Her leadership qualities, empathy, and badass powers were used extremely well. More at Fansided. And speaking of female heroes, here are part of the 25 unforgettable ones picked by Bolivip US. Wonder Woman, played by Gal Gadot, embodies everything about the character with strength, compassion, and love. Catwoman from The Batman, 
The Zoe Kravitz continues the wonderful feline tradition started by Julie Newmar. She was savvy, sexy, strong, and showed her feelings for the bat. Katniss Everdeen. My favorite are reluctant heroes and Katniss fits the bill. Her strength comes from her convictions. Jennifer Lawrence was made a star for the trilogy work, combining that strength, love, and doing what's right. Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, came along at a time that we needed to see more of these type of female characters portrayed. A born leader, sassy, not afraid to speak her mind, and yet capable of being a lover and partner. More at Bolivip, US. And speaking of lists, Sci-Fi Talk Plus has new special features, like creating your own playlists from over 900 episodes. Plus exclusive videos and added bonuses are commercial-free, uncut, and even special programs like my series Rewind. The best, it's free. Click on the link in the show notes for free lifetime access. This special offer will expire, so take advantage of it. And please, no anonymous signups. And that is episode 86 for Sci-Fi Talk Weekly for February 15th, 2024. Tony Tolato here. We'll see you next week.